I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Hello, welcome back to Malta Comic Con. I'm here with John Lehman. Howdy. Cool, we're going to do a couple of quick-fire questions for you. Alrighty. Um, how are you finding Malta? How are you finding the con? Oh, it's great so far. I mean, it's a real, like, uh, family-friendly con. A lot of people bringing their kids out. I, I, I think there's probably a lot of people who are maybe being exposed to comics for the first time and just kind of, you know, are interested in the geek experience, but it's a very uh, friendly and inviting show. Yeah, lot, lot, lots of families, lots of, like I said, people who are new to comics. Yeah. Probably never seen a comic coming for the first yeah. time. Which is great for a you know place like this and great for comics it just in general because it kind of spreads the word. You know, we get some people hooked and uh, can only help the industry. So, what have you got coming up? What have you got in the pipeline? Uh, anything good? You know, well, anything good is subjective. I, I hope it's all good. I'm I'm doing my book Outer Darkness, which is my kind of Star Trek horror book for Skybound, and we're just finishing up season one. And unfortunately, I've got all this stuff in the pipeline. Most of it hasn't been announced. Before we go into season two, we're doing something special, which won't be announced for a couple months. The one thing I do have that's been announced is a uh, an IDW book called uh, Bermuda with Nick Bradshaw, and it's kind of a kind of a uh, a girl in the jungle kind of Tarzan commandy yeah. kind of thing. That's and Nick Bradshaw is just spectacular, very detail oriented. So. It should be it should be gorgeous, even if the writing's terrible. Hey, say it sounds very interesting. Um, so, so this book for um, Outer Darkness with Skybound Image. Yeah, just tell us a bit about that. Oh well, it is um, it's Star Trek. If Star Trek was scary, or if Star Trek was Event Horizon on a weekly basis, like uh, outer uh, outer space is filled with demons. And, like everyone who's died, they don't go to heaven. They don't go to hell. Their soul gets cast into space and it gets lonely and it gets angry and basically everything that's ever lived or died is out there and you've got a ship traversing space and uh you know you've got your science officers your engineer your you know your captain you know number one first officer but you've also got exorcists and witch doctors and oracles and fortune tellers and it's um uh the nice way to describe it is black magic star trek people have also called it satanic star trek i'm fine with either of them i quite like i quite like the satanic star trek excellent well I've got a, I've got a book. Well, I'm going to announce it right here because this isn't going to run. I've got a book. Can I swear? Of course you can. Yeah. I've got a ma- a book called The Man Who Fucked Up Time. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> coming from AfterShock, and that will be announced on Monday. So I know by the time this runs, yep. I'm safe to talk about yep. it. And it's, uh, I'm calling it a butterfly effect noir. It's about a, uh, uh, about a lab worker who, uh, who's got a time machine in his lab. He meets his future self in a bar who says, hey, dude, go back a week in time and make these changes and your life will be great. And so he goes back just one week, makes a few changes. And by the time he gets back, dinosaurs are back on the earth. And, fuck time. and there's uh, samurais and uh, Abraham Lincoln, the fourth is a tyrannical dictator. And, you know, just just madness. This guy only went back a week. And then the future police show up and they're like, hey, dude, you've got to fix time because you fucked it up or we're going to go back in time and kill baby you. And it's, you know, it's, it's got like the, the little curse marks, you know, the asterisk, yeah. and the, you know, so we can, we can't actually call it the, you know, it's the man who effed up time, yes, you know, yes, but, yes. but, you know, that, that's what it's really called. That sounds absolutely yeah. awesome. I'll definitely have a look at that. Uh, I've, I've promised more chew coming in, in, in 2020, but I can't be more specific than that other than we're working on it. And then I've got, um, I, I like to work on kind of one licensed book at a time, one like work for hire book yep. that, um, that I don't own the characters, but, uh, you know, doing all this work myself, it's sometimes hard to be self-motivating and, and, uh, I like a whip being cracked. And so yeah. I always try to take a work for hire book just because I have a monthly deadline. And I find when I'm working on a book I have to work on, my mind wanders to what I what I want to be working on yeah. rather than what I haven't. So I almost take I, I take a work for hire gig just because it, it keeps the it forces the creative juices to flow and it, it just keeps me honest. Keeps me from being too lazy. So I've got another uh, I've got five books going. One one work for hire and other you know others, you know, IDW, Aftershock, yeah. uh, Image and Skybound. So very busy. 
sounds yeah. like it, yeah. but they all move slow, and I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I go to I can go to Malta for a week and not work, and I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> well, then, then I'll come back to a bunch of work. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned you, because for the final question, what is your favorite meal? Uh, you know, I really like Indian food, and I really like Mexican food, and I really like Thai food. What what's the, what's the weirdest thing that you've eaten? I went, one of my first foreign trips ever, I went to Italy, and... And my Italian publishers seem to think that because I wrote Chew, that I would want to eat the weirdest shit possible, yeah. which is not the case. <laughs> but they, they tried to feed me horse, which as an American is, is, is very offensive. You yes. know, that yes. so much of the Western mythos is, is built on horses that that really seemed wrong. I tried it, but I, I, I couldn't have more than that. And they felt fed me lard and all this weird stuff. And it's like, I, I try to go around, along and, and roll with the punches, but I don't necessarily want to eat gross stuff no. voluntarily just because Tony Chu has to. Well, well thank you very much, and um, enjoy the rest of the con. I plan to. Yet another fantastic interview coming up from Malta Comic Con. I'm here with Bron James, the author of the Sam Hainsons. Excellent. So how are you finding the con? How are you finding the island? Absolutely bloody fantastic, actually. Like... It's a lot warmer than I was anticipating. It is. It, is it seems to be the general consensus that it is a lot warmer than it usually is. So yeah, definitely coming from like very wintry, drizzly London, where it was all grey and generally quite miserable to bright, sunny, and happy, and it's kind of unsettling. Okay, bright, sunny, happy. That's to describe me. <laughs> Tell me a bit about your work. Tell me a bit about your, your work, your book, and you know, give us a bit of background. So Sam Hain is a series of supernatural occulty kind of mysteries following the adventures of the titular occult detective as he investigates anything kind of weird and untoward in the world just beneath the surface of reality. What more detail? Let's have another. Keep going. Keep going. Oh god. More detail? Without giving things away? Well, entice people. Mystery and magic. Mystery magic. So yeah, it, well, mystery and magic does pretty much sum it up. Sam Hain is an occult detective who is... He would like to think he's well-versed in the arcane arts, but he's more just sort of muddling through. How many books are in the series so far? So there are six novellas in Volume 1, which was uh, collected into a compendium last year in the hardback and paperback format with some fantastic artists. Uh, volume 2 is currently three novellas in at the moment. So there's like nine in the main series. And if people want to purchase these quality items, where would they go from? Oh, well... They're all available on Amazon, both Kindle and paperback editions, and the collected compendium for Volume 1 is available in pretty much any good bookstore. Okay, excellent. So, um, shampoo. Do you shampoo and condition, or just shampoo? Oh, I do shampoo and condition. Leaving I mean, leave conditioner or wash out conditioner? This is the thing. I went. I have a very very strict regimen for my hair care, especially as it's so humid here. I need to kind of like tame the curls that would otherwise become frizz. So I go for Just to let everybody know, he has shoulder length hair, dark, long, curly. But curly because the humidity is it naturally curly. Oh, naturally curly. Oh, excellent. Continue. So, generally, overnight, I will do like a deep condition of coconut oil. Not doing that here, it's a bit too much to try and take on the plate. But, nice bit of shampoo, a lengthy holding of conditioner afterwards, rinse that out, and then just run a little bit of conditioner in to tame the frizz. How often do you do that? Every morning. Every morning. That's a routine. What may I say? It's, it takes a good half an hour. It is really, really looking good and suiting you, sir. So. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for your time and well, enjoy you. the rest of your Sunday. And you too. Welcome to Spider Down and the Secret Balls here at Malta Comic Con. We are here with a very special guest. We are here with Ron Mars, creator of the Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner, and Raya of the Silver Surfer. We're here to ask a few questions. How are you finding the convention, Ron? Uh, I found it because the bus dropped us off right in front of it. That's yes. the only way that I found it. <laughs> um, no, this is great. This is uh, you know, this is actually my second convention in Malta. So it's, it's very interesting to me. That, you know, I think it was probably about five years ago I was here for the okay. first time. and um, So it's interesting for me to see uh, how much the comics culture has burgeoned in the ensuing so five evolved, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's, that's obviously got to do with, you know, the popularity of the movies and TV shows that comics spawn and all that. But for a place that, like, at least in America, yeah. not a lot of people even know what it is or yeah, where it true. is, yeah. you know, to have this, this really sort of evolving comic culture here is great. Yeah, it's very it's very vibrant. It's 
the like the atmosphere is palpable today. You can really feel the love in the room. Yeah, I mean everybody's excited to be here. It's and the the crowd is great. I mean this this place is packed. Yeah, it is it is jumping, jumping. Um, so I wanted to ask as well, like um, clearly your your harder work. What is your next big project? If I only had one big project, I'd be concerned. That's not how it works for writers. You usually have to be doing three or four or five different things. Course, so yeah. see, I'm still the editor in chief and lead writer at Ominous Press, of where course, yeah. we do you know we do a number of books. Um, including some stuff that's in the pipeline now, um, a book called Harkins Raiders, which is a World War II adventure that I did with Daryl Banks, my you know my partner in crime on Green Lantern. Um, that's actually at press right now. Nice. There's more stuff coming up there. I did an adaptation or, or a story about the Rising Sun game that was a huge okay. success on Kickstarter All right. uh, for IDW. So we're, we're actually turning games into comics rather than turning comics into games. Sounds uh, right. Which was this is this sort of samurai, you know, epic story with monsters. And, um, you know, that's kind of right up my alley. And, uh, you, see, you see a lot of that kind of games becoming comics, becoming games, becoming yeah. Comics. Well, it's all it's all sort of transmedia. It's yeah. all uh, you know. It's all the same. It's all stewing the same pot at this point, <laughs> which, which I think is kind of cool. Um, you know, so hopefully we can get we can get people that just bought the game to buy the comics. Maybe we can get comics readers to go look at the game. So there's that. There's uh, there's an original graphic novel I'm doing with Rick Leonardi at a publisher that. Can't be named. And oh, haven't announced yet. Okay. Uh, there's uh, there's the next issue of Death Wish Coffee presents uh, comics with Rick Liardi yeah. and I yeah. just did. And, I love his yeah. I love his work. Um, yeah, he's one of one of my best friends and a, and a guy that I just adore working with. So we we find stuff to work on uh, as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and then some some other some other stuff that I'm working on right now, but it hasn't been announced yet. Publishers okay. are always. Okay. You know they're always reticent to have you talk about yeah. things before they before they get to do the big press release. Yeah, of course, definitely, definitely. So we've got to ask a, a fun, a cool little fun question. Uh, and you were quite heavily involved back in the nineties with Marvel versus DC, the big comics event. Uh, so my question is, Marvel versus DC, who wins and why? Uh, well, apparently Marvel does because because you know they produce movies that make a billion dollars at the That's box true. Yeah, you know it's always the you know. It's always the question that you get, you know, it's, and it's never an either or. It's no. sort of like what your what your preference is. But like as a kid, I was always I was always a Marvel reader because yeah. those books appealed to me more. The characters um, I seem to plug into more, yeah. and I think that's probably reflected in how much of an audience the Marvel movies have, yeah, compared to the struggles that some of the DC movies have had. Although I think obviously DC is you know has sort of gotten the message. Has lightened up a bit on how the movies are presented. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, much lighter tone yeah, now. Shazam think, yeah, Shazam and Aquaman yeah. were, you know, much lighter in tone and much more colorful. And they were, you know, they were superhero movies. Yeah, um, that's what they felt like to um, me. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, my gosh, superhero movies that are fun. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> um, although the other side of that coin is obviously something like the Joker, mm. which. Certainly isn't a superhero movie. No, is a is an R-rated movie yep. that people are really responding to. So I think there's there's room across the spectrum from, from all of them uh, or for all of it. But I think that you know, sort of that Marvel formula, that the menu that they have uh, come upon to make their films um, has really, yeah. really connected with people worldwide. They're you know they're they're fun movies, and I you know, I don't think there's a bad one. No, I mean there are some that are. Better, better than others, than others. Yeah. Um, and some that appeal to me more than others. But I think, to great extent, you know, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Marvel package. You know? yeah, 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 and it's you know they're they're um, they're great films for people who have never read a comic. Before. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, that leads them to investigate comics and yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. but um, it's you know our sort of niche culture and the kind of stories that we can only tell in comics are now spread worldwide. I, was, I yeah. just said to somebody who was at the table earlier today that you know now, now everybody knows who Thanos is. Yeah, you know, I went to I went to Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah, everybody knew who Thanos was. Like that's that's a weird world to live in. That's cool. I, I mean, I, I love the, uh, the the original Avengers film where they teased Thanos, and they did it in such a way that if you're not a comics fan, nobody knew who the hell he was. So all of my friends were like, "Right, who the hell is that?" And I was like, "Let me tell you." <laughs> So yeah, I got to like geek out and give out. Those are my favorite kind of teasers in those movies. 
Um, yeah, and then, you know, and, and now, of course, everybody's watching Thanos on their t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, Thanos was a Saturday Night Live punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a, and, and for me, who, you know, like, I wrote yeah, Thanos did, yeah. any number of times, you know, way early in my career. It's a pretty odd thing to, like, yeah. see all that stuff come back. And, and, you know, one of my best friends is Jim Starlin. Yeah, so, of course, yeah. Uh, you know, I, and I'm, you know, Jim and I constantly talk about it, and you know, with, he's he's, re- saying, he's really come back into the public eye. I've seen him in loads of interviews. And yeah, well, obviously, you know, it's all driven by all driven by the films. Yeah. Um, and it's he said it's it's a surreal kind of few years for him to see to see a character that literally sprang out of his head, yeah. walking and talking up on screen, and he's essentially the, the most compelling character. Yeah, oh yeah, in, he's a, in two films that have made over a billion dollars. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we, we live in a whole different world than we yeah. did even ten years ago. It's incredible. It's incredible the the change that has come in such a like. I mean, it's, it's a large amount of time. It's a short amount of time in the in the in the realm of comics. I guess uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, well, thank you for for speaking to us today. It's been fantastic getting to know you and talk to you about all this sort of stuff. So, thank you very much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hello, this is Dan coming from Malta Comic Con. And I'm speaking to a very, very good friend of mine. It is Ian Richardson. Hello, sir. How are you doing, Dan? You all right, mate? I'm very good. Yourself? Exceptionally well and surprisingly awake for a Sunday morning. I know, I know. All those coffee enemas we've been having every morning. I I go straight for the Red Bull and that. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Just me for the coffee enemas then. Yes. Okay. I thought we were all. I thought we were all doing it. I thought it was a a bonding thing. thing. Yeah, like no, like no, kind of like everybody noticed that you were doing it, and then they were saying, "Right, not going to do that." Yeah, because I agreed with everybody first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, we. I mean, I thought it was going to be like. I thought it was going to be like you know, Lord of the Rings. You'll get a Hobbit tattoo. No. Okay. So, how are you finding Malta Comic Con? It's good. I'm lucky enough. It's my third year now, so I like coming over. It's it's always an interesting experience and very much like a different sort of show from doing like a, a London film and comic con or yeah. MCM kind of thing. And it's just enjoyable to do that kind of more laid back and family atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I think there can be those those comic cons are very very business like, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. Got, it's like it's, a business it's, transaction. It's work. For yeah, them, you know, and and it is, and I enjoy those. And, but it's a completely different experience. Yeah. And this is kind of like it's kind of it's a working holiday. There's you get spent maybe. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little I'm, I'm not saying more, more holiday, less of the work. I'm not saying there's any kind of beach involved or anything <laughs> like that. But, you know. but again you get to spend time with, you know, your your friends, your your colleagues, yes, absolutely. Your, your, absolutely. you know, and people you admire as well. Absolutely. And there's a the the great bunch of guests. They are. They've been, they've been so great and yeah. you know, so great with us as well. And like, you know, I'm hanging out with Ron Mars. Yeah. And how, how cool is that? Yeah. I got a coffee for Ron Mars. It wouldn't be cool for anybody else. It'd, no. be, it'd be a pain in the ass. But for Ron Mars, anything, anything. Al Ewing as well. So it's, it's, I, I absolutely have no problem yeah. with that. And it's fun. And I was like, I'll pay for it. Don't, I don't mind. Oh, no, I'll draw a pain to my cheap basket. Yeah. <laughs> Going to charge you for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, have you got any anything you're currently working on? Anything coming up? Lots of currently things on. Well, yeah. um, let me think. I've got a new dread out next month, actually. Nice uh, for the magazine as well, which I enjoy because it's a slightly longer form than okay. the than the prods. Then you know, you yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, five page at mm. the time and yeah. quite condensed storytelling. Which I like doing stuff for the magazine. Mm. Because yeah. it's a long form. Long so form that's out next month. Um, regular covers for Xenoscope, as always. Mm-hmm. Bless their copper socks, they keep me in bread and water. <laughs> and um, also doing a, a nice little project coming up, which is kind of uh, some uh, public domain 40s superheroes. Okay, okay. Golden yeah. stuff. Some very nice people like George Perez and Mark wow. and Barry Pitts and Mark Buckingham. Wow, they that you're in that's you're in. Yeah, a, it's not bad company. Is that's, it? that's like you're the newest member of the Avengers or something. Hopefully, hopefully you're not like Star Fox or something no, like that. No. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going for proper purple costume. Oh, so, nice, nice. Yeah, with the mask and everything. Uh, I, you know, he's he's one of my favorite Avengers. If not, if not, well, yeah, he's what he's at least top ten, easily top ten. He's uh, very underrated, actually. I think very underrated. I'm I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's just an amazing, just an amazing character. I mean, he was he was Wolverine before there was Wolverine. 
It's very much so. Yeah. Very much so. He's the guy who's like, I don't like authority and you, you and your square jaw righteousness, you know, all that. And but uh, still at the same time, really deep down, wanting to be Captain America. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, so, yeah, I, I now we, we like to ask a silly question. Oh, please do. Yeah, so silly, so silly. Now, um, you are good friends with uh, my current co-host, uh, Dennis Whittle. Mr. Whittle. Mr. Whittle. And I'd like to know, do you have any embarrassing stories about him that you could uh, that you could relay? None, none of the X-rated variety if you can get away from it. I spent a weekend with him in London this, uh, uh, recently. The yeah. first thing he said to me when he got off the train was, mm. But the button on my pants. <laughs> Hi, Dan. It's nice to see you too. Yeah, that's that's nice. There he is now. And he's just walked in. And I think that's a good. I think that's officially what they call timing. Yes, time to cut and run. Okay, thank you very much for joining no, me. Thank here. you, Dan. Take care. Hello, I'm Dan, and I'm here at Malta Comic Con. I am joined by Ellen Summings and Josie Tulip. Thank you very, very much for joining us, guys. Quick question, how are you finding Malta Comic Con? Uh, very good, it's a very relaxed environment, everyone's really lovely, and uh, yeah, sold quite a bit of art and everything, so that's always nice. Yeah, so you, have you sold quite a bit then? Yes, I find that when I come here I sell a lot of badges, Okay, badges. a lot of badges and they're all right. gone. <laughs> well, that is a good business model then. Yes. <laughs> Pure badges, 100%. 100% badges. Yeah. And what, what other stuff are you selling as well? Uh, I have art prints and stickers and pin badges. Um, Keychains. 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 Yeah. So a bit of everything. A bit of everything, yeah. You've got a finger in every pie. Selling it all. <laughs> yeah. Selling it all. Great stuff. And uh, what kind of what kind of work have you got coming up or what are you working on now? Um, at the moment, I'm working on a series called Itty Bitty Princess Kitty. I love the name already. <laughs> it's as adorable as it sounds. So it's a series for kids and it's sort of like 50% text, 50% pictures. So I'm doing the pictures. Right. Um, and a lot of that is like a graphic novel yeah. um, style, like spreads as well, which is pretty wow. fun. Um, so that's coming out next year. Um, I've also been doing some baby books. Wow, <laughs> great. Really cute. Marching bands and rhythm stuff. So... Uh, yeah, and I also like doing my own like diary comics as well. Um, so that's that's always fun to do. That sounds like you're very busy. Yes, got all this sort of stuff. That's great though. Like you've got it. You've got to stay busy. I wish yeah. I wish I had more stuff to occupy my time. <laughs> so I wasn't just twiddling my phone thumbs most nights. You know. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that. Is, is, are you do you kind of specifying the kind of aiming towards like younger readers or? Um, I think for the. Um, stuff I've been doing for publishers it's all been like children's book like orientated like because my style's really cute it kind of goes towards that um, but I think comics wise like I like to go for people kind of my age because I feel like they relate to like the sort of journal cool style. Yeah. yeah amazing amazing and uh, you're the you're the mouthpiece you're the promoter yeah. what have you got to say about the work Oh. So if she warms my cold logical heart with her stuff, I feel like it's kind of appealing to everybody. So. I thought you were going to be like, well, I can convince you to buy this with science. <laughs> well, I, you know, <laughs> I am a psychologist as well, so you know. Oh, you know, you know how to play people. You know, how to, yeah. you know, to head shrink. I, I know specifically how to, you know, get everyone. Get in their head and go. Yeah, you like cute things. It'll make you. Um, you know, what, what's your relationship with your mother like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, I've got, we like to ask a silly question, you know, because we're not all business. We like to have a bit of fun. Um, I'd like to ask you both what is your like main pet peeve? What's the thing that gets on your nerves the most in life? It can be from a person, like uh, an item, uh, you know, anything, you know, you name it. Oh, there's, there's so many things. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like, Oh, I'm such a rush, but uh, I think like one of the things I've seen, and it, it was on the plane here, somebody had their bare feet on the back of somebody's seat, and I was just like, no, this person needs to be like 
ejected out of this plane immediately. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> oh. And yourself? I mean, I would also second bare feet. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, I don't like feet. Um, I don't like people, like, eating really loudly. And, like, another thing I thought of is that I really hate the feel of paper, which is really okay. odd for an artist. Yeah. Like, the texture of it just really gets me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have that, but it's like a, it's a form of plastic. I don't know what the plastic's called, but like, yeah. the texture of it, mate. Is it, like, is it polystyrene? Not polystyrene, well. no. But it's kind of, I, I can't remember. It's kind of, um, I couldn't describe it. But it's, a, it's a special kind <laughs> of plastic. plastic. Yeah, it's just the yeah. texture of it. And it just, it sends like shivers down my spine. It's and I also am not a feet person. Like, I, I do not yeah. like, I do not like my own feet. There is a reason that, you know, the the universe in its, in its majesty, its supreme intelligence, put my feet as far away from my face as possible. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that is a design... That's not a design flaw. That is the ultimate bit of human design. You know, if you yeah. think of a higher creator, if you believe in that, that that was like that was like number one, first day. Get the feet away from the face. That's what Monday was for. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's all the evidence you need. Like, yeah, exactly. The exactly. Should stay away. I uh, I another pet peeve I have is just people being rude in general in all in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. I think oh, that's everyone's pet peeve. But um, we were trying to get back from Valletta the other day in a taxi. And uh, I was chatting away to some of the other creators in the cab, you know, having fun. And uh, the taxi drivers told us to shut up Whoa. because we're giving him a headache. Whoa. Yeah. That is one grouchy taxi driver. I know. Tell me about it. And uh, I, don't, I don't really want to go into the story because it's only going to get me riled up. Yeah. But uh, on that very aggressive, angry note and uh, bitter and twisted note, I think we'll end there. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. It's been an absolute blast talking to you. And I hope you enjoy it. What's left of Multi Comic Con? Yeah, thanks for talking to Thank us. you. Hello, and welcome back to Spider Dan and the Secret Balls Do Multi Comic Con. It's me and Dennis Whittle. We have had a heck of a day, haven't we? Ugh, yes. Ugh. It's, it's, it's half past one in the morning. It and is. We are still doing stuff. Yeah, we're still um, talking, socializing. Organizing, you know, uh, plotting, plotting, planning, and uh, lots of laughing. deliberating. <laughs> lots and lots of laughing. Lots of laughing. I, I haven't laughed like this uh, genuinely, and not been horrendously drunk for a very long time. Like I'm, I, yeah, I've had a few. I've had a few drinks, and you don't drink, so uh, we're, we're relatively sober, I'd say. Yeah, but I'm. I'm. I'm incredibly sober. You're. You're, you're you super know. sober. Yeah. If, if that's even a thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, and it has been genuinely hilarious. I, I honestly haven't laughed like in his. We've been in hysterics. <laughs> yeah. All night. Unable to breathe. Yeah. Um. I don't. We won't really talk about why. It's you know. It's too too long to explain and stuff. But it's an um, entire podcast. Why? Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> See, I'm laughing now. I'm laughing now. <laughs> but yes, let's talk about Malta Comic Con. So, how many people have we interviewed today? So, I believe we're looking at least maybe fourteen. I want to say. 14 people. Maybe. And some of them were, most of them were back to back for a long time. I think we did maybe seven. No, it's got to be more. Because I did about seven back to back at the start of the day. So we did, the first yeah, section. we did seven this morning. Yeah, and it, then we must have done at least another, I think we did at least another 12. Maybe, yeah. maybe more. Well, we've done, we've, we, apart from five guests, we've yeah, done everybody. We managed, we managed to do uh, everybody. And uh, and that was hard because they are, there's a lot of um, requirements. Or we, we Our thing was not scheduled. No. Like we didn't have, they didn't go, you must be here at this hour to interview with us to do this. We didn't have that, which is, you know, it is what it is. And we had to find the time. And we were going through table by table, but we managed to find a little spot uh, with kind of gaps in the schedule. And we managed to just kind of chain, get everybody in. We ran round, got the right people, got the recordings done. Uh, one after another, bam, bam, bam. Because the, the, the podcast setup is a little, it's it's transportable, but it's not exactly like you can just pick it up and go like a dictaphone is it yeah it's not a dictaphone it's not just like an ipad with a with a built-in mic there's there's stuff to it i I won't go into the technical aspects of it but yeah it's 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 a little bit more kind of technical um and not as easy to pack down as as i would like it to be but yeah so so we did that and then yeah back to back 
interviews and then back and towards the end of the day again we did another back-to-back few back-to-back interviews as well uh, i had a few technical we had a few technical hiccups a few issues but we rolled on through and i think we did some excellent work we got some excellent content spoke to some wonderful people with incredible talent and incredible eye for art and creativity and so so positive about the whole experience um everyone's so happy and i'm so glad to speak to them on every level um you know from small press to big names you name it Everybody was there, and everyone was having a great time. Oh, we've interviewed people from America, Scotland, Italy, Amsterdam, mm-hmm. Israel, mm-hmm. Manchester, Manchester, um, Liverpool, Liverpool, uh, Scotland, Wales. We said Scotland, but well, yeah. we've done Scotland twice. Yeah, we can do them. We can do them again. Yeah, um, um, Burnage. Burnage, way, <laughs> which is just Manchester. Pretty much. Um, and China. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, yes. Um, so we've basically covered the globe. Well, we've got my friend uh, uh, D.L. Ketis, or uh, at D.L. Ketis on Twitter said, uh, my friend Spider Down and the Secret Balls goes international, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. And that's that's what we've done. We've spoken to every corner of the globe we've covered today with comic book creativity and they've all of them have been absolute darlings yeah lovely and, and like like dan was saying there was no kind of schedule to it we kind of just do it together um but the idea was that we'd do um brief kind of three minute four minute interviews yeah, a few questions um none of them lasted that long they all lasted longer because obviously when you start talking get the bounce um, we get the bounce yeah and it was i had to go up to them and say this is what we're going to do what do you think um and every one of them went yeah sounds great yeah. Exactly. Came, as you can tell, my voice is going. Yeah. Um. Came down. We had a laugh. We yeah. tried to kill Tim Perkins again. We did. We did twice. <clears throat> twice. twice. Yeah. Um. And it was just. It was just great. We've we, we've met some absolute amazing people. Diamond geezers and I diamond gals. I, I can't, I'm, I'm struggling to find any negatives with with the, with the guests. They no, just... the guests. The guests were wonderful. They had a, a positive outlook, no matter the situation, uh, their personal situations or what have you, or the amount of work, stressful work that they're having to do outside of the con, but inside the con, they were positive, vibrant, lovely, great with the, the fans. You know, they spent absolutely ages talking to them and giving them, them t- that time to Lots get to know them. As, yeah. as I said yesterday, people doing free commissions, yeah. free artwork. Which is unheard of, really, um, for the most part. And they were just, they're just great. And we did, um, we did, um, a panel this afternoon with, um, a writing panel with three amazing people. And it yeah, was, yeah. All we did was basically to three questions. Yeah. Lasted for an hour and it was amazing. Yeah. And we just, we just like, um, you know, what's it like writing a comic? And, that's basically all we said, and that and off and off they went. And you know, I think we had a few questions thrown out. I threw out a couple yeah. later on. You threw out a couple. A couple of those are a couple from the audience as well. Yeah, there was a couple from the audience as well. But for my favourite bit is where they the creators question each other. So yeah, because it's quite. It's I've never quite, seen that. I've yeah. really never seen that in a panel. Because everyone's like everyone. I think some people are aware of like comic book history or or you know the the, the general process of getting a comic published and edited and lettered and coloured and inked and all that sort of stuff. But as a writer, like, every, like as a creative, there's certain things, obviously there's certain staples to a creative uh, medium that you would just do, you know, uh, that you would follow. But it's never truly set. Like every time you go, every time an artist goes to, you know, their canvas, they could, they can attack that canvas however they want. They could, you know, lo- you know, melt batteries onto the canvas for all they, for all they want. You know, any way of getting their ideas and that, that intent on, on their page, on their canvas, whatever you want to call it, to getting that feeling out from, you know, their inside, their feelings, their, what's in their brain. Um, losing my own brain at the moment Um, but (laughs) genuinely what i'm trying to say is that we they had such all three of them had such different processes for doing the same thing effectively but they're all a success in their own right and it was it was a completely different panel um there was a few issues where we were doing the panel you know massive shout out to um 
Al Ewing, yeah. uh, John Lehman, and um, Ron Mars, Ron Mars, well, yeah. because they just said, right, we're going to take this outdoors. We're going to go on a we're going to go on a tour. Yeah, got our chairs. We went outside. Nice sunny day. We're in Malta, it's, and we just sat outside, cross legs. We didn't even get chairs. No, but, yeah, just sat down, stood up, chairs. and just chatted. It was like comics. it was like you were going to the Dalai Lama or something. Like everyone <laughs> sat around. And these wise men gave out their vast knowledge, everything they knew, and everyone listened. It was like, you know, the the second coming and people were there to listen. And and I think it was very late in the day and everyone gets tired. It's been a long weekend. Everyone's worked very hard. And I think that gave them that boost, mm. that final boost to kind of just carry on through to the rest of the day, re-energize them. It's fun. They had banter with each other. Yeah. They were making fun of each other. They were respecting each other's decisions, but even challenging uh, why they do things the way they do. Yeah. Um, layman. Tut, tut, tut. For me, I think we, we mentioned it slightly yesterday, but it's made my experience here, um, enhanced it, have it hanging out with, I'm going to say it, Comic book royalty. Yeah, it's comic know, book royalty. You know, Tim Perkins, a, a, a friend. Yeah. You know, Ian Richardson, a friend. Always a pleasure. Mm. And it's just nice to have these sprinkles of these yeah. absolute legends who... Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, as the friends. Yeah. You know, we... we I'd call e- them friends. Exchanged phone numbers yeah. and... and um, Bought each other drinks. Like and and Gene. Gene, yeah. we've not really spoken about Gene. Yeah, Gene Hart. Gene Hart has um mine, Dan's and Ian's face. Has his wallpaper on his phone. <laughs> I have photos to prove it. Yeah, we the do. The guy's do. a legend. Yeah, and um, uh, we don't know how long that'll last. But. <laughs> no, but I'm going to make sure it's smart. But it's just been great. And another highlight for today was me taking part in the one-minute art challenge. So it's a one-minute sketch challenge. So that involves uh, uh, characters being called out. And if you weren't aware of the character, you had one minute to sketch them regardless. So, you know, if it was Bender from Futurama, if you've never seen the show, you don't know what he looks like, you know, you're going to draw it any way you think. Well, I was what... robbed. <laughs> but having said that, I beat professional artists because Tim didn't get a single vote. <laughs> there you go. And you, you, won, you won a full round as well. I won, Don't I won a full that. round. and one, one whole round against all of those artists. Two very sweet um, audience members came up and asked me to sign my Darth Maul and my um, Spider-Man Noir. Um, so I'm now officially uh, better than Tim Perkins. So you are now, you, we've had the comic book princes and you are the comic book pauper, I believe. Ooh, yeah. I, <laughs> but, it, you know, you I'm, swapped, I... You swapped your hats for the day. That's yeah, fine. I, and I, I did it to stand in for um, Ian because he was busy. Yeah, Ian Richardson. And um, I was robbed. Everybody said I was robbed. Yeah, it's it, kind of an art competition, but for creative, yeah. I don't know, to be, fair, like, to be fair, like, it's a minute, it's a minute sketch thing. So, like, anybody could do it. And and I think one one of the someone stepped up at the last minute who was a fa- who was a fan yeah of, yeah um, stage she, she just basically said I want to be a part of this and fair play to Mortal Comic Con they were like they didn't go oh no this is professional artists or yeah. you know uh, they went no please come on we we want you and she was like yes and she and she did very yeah, well she was good. fantastic yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember her name off the top of my head um, but she was she was spectacular I, as well. I, Gene um, won in the end but I think he cheated. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was pre-drawing outlines. How dare he? I know. Uh, right. But he's just, he's just a machine. He's yeah. just, he's Gene the yeah, machine. He's the amazing Gene. But no, that was, that was good. I've never done anything like that before. And, um, I probably not going to do it again. Fair enough. <laughs> Unless I have massive art lessons, but I just want to make sure everyone realizes I am now better than Tim Perkins. And I, I hope he knows that. I hope he I, knows I've that. told him I already. He, I hope it destroys him. I, and- Told him, him down many many times. You're, the, you're his you're his bane to you're the bane to his. I, I'm going to break his his pencils and his spirit and his, and his mind and his body. Uh, well, maybe maybe his books. I think break know, his books. It's, break it's his a books. bit it's a bit mean. I, I kind of liked him. I don't want to break his body. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Yeah. Um, plus, wrong. he's plus he's a brute of a man. 
he is. He's a machine. Um, you should see him do karaoke. Yeah, we did. We did try killing him a few times today. He's just a mall like guy. He just well, will not you die. You tried to take the chair away from him I when, did, he, when he yeah. sat down, and then I tried choking him at dinner. Yeah, didn't, of course, that didn't work. Um, <laughs> every time I mentioned dinner, you're going to get a giggle. <laughs> a lot went on. A lot one, of, uh, one one day it will come out in the yeah. wash because it's it's one of those things. I'm but sure. I'm sure. Like you know, fifty podcasts on, maybe we'll uh, finally. Uh, we'll we'll do exactly. like a revisit of Multi Comic Con yeah. and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Will will we'll come out. Maybe maybe we'll the following year, perhaps if we if yeah. we're allowed back or if okay. if they do if they deem us worthy uh, to return, perhaps maybe we'll uh, we'll go. Well, this this is what happened. It's been a year. <laughs> this is what this happened. Is the last anniversary time we were here, um, <laughs> and you may hear you know stories. Mm. Of of the notorious Sunday night dinner <laughs> in, in, in Malta, and you know what? I'm not even. It's so spectacular, yeah, that I'm doing it injustice. Yes, you even, know, even now, I cannot. <laughs> it's just so good. And we we've told the story now about four times yeah. to to, to people to like other professional, other professionals. All I the like professionals. that. All I'm very good at all the professionals. You're, go- you're good at all the professionals. <laughs> all of them. Everyone's found it very amusing and equally shocking and disturbing yeah. in, in, in equal measure. So. And, then, and I've told them some very personal stories as well, which I'll not recount just now. Can I? Uh, <laughs> 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 Maybe we'll save that for, for next year yeah. as well. But <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a long day. It's been a hard day. A lot of yeah. running around. We, I, you know, we, we swapped kind of um, jobs today with mm. Dan doing pretty much all the interviewing yeah. and, you know, it, doing the same questions over again and trying to make mm. things sound fresh and do stuff yeah. is, is, you know, you're my mate, so I can tell yeah. you, it's, it's, it's good. It's hard to do yeah, and it's, it's a credit to you. Thank you. And I was just running around. I was basically the fluffer. Um, <laughs> I was going around, you know, getting people in, into yeah. it, you know, getting them prepared. Yeah, exactly. Moist. Selling, 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 you know, what we're doing and your, and your message of Oldham Comic Con and what you're about. Because, you know, I think you'd be more than happy to have almost all the guests, if not all the guests that we've had, had spoke to and uh, had today, you know, if we can fit them in. You know, at Oldham. I think I think there's maybe a few one in the pipeline, my Ooh, friend. I think you see, know what I'm talking see, about. See, <laughs> secret, secret, secret late night phone calls, the, and uh, I get them anyway. He's giving out his private number. Like, yes, I have. I have numbers of people. <laughs> I have have numbers and pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Are you blackmailing these people? A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair but enough. you know, they, they kind of. We are we are very similar. Oldham and Malta are very similar mm. in many ways, and in some ways very different. Yeah, um, and that's that's you know it is what it is. We we, we have comic book shops on on the street. We have Forbidden yeah. Planet. We have lost stuff. They don't have that here. No, they only have Amazon. So a lot of the kind of sequential stuff they don't get until they get graphic novels. I, th- I think uh, what we were saying earlier is that was it was it yesterday or today? Where the, no, it was yesterday. At least I've not all my days. I didn't even know yeah, what day it was I know, early. I know it's 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 been it's been a big kind of whirlwind of of stuff. But you were saying that you know the mayor, not the mayor. Sorry. The Prime, the Prime Minister, Minister of Malta, and wasn't there a the, the leader of the opposition yeah. and the um, head of the arts, arts yeah person. council, yeah. if you will, for Malta? They all turned up, and uh, I don't know if you said that this the other day, but that's crazy to me to imagine like Boris Johnson going to a comic con. And what's great about this is is because they don't have access to comic books, or they don't have access. There's no, like you said, there's no shops on the island. There's no direct market no. shop for comics on the island, which is seems crazy to me. But obviously, uh, Fabio and his team have put this together because. There is a severe lack of that, mm. and a severe, lack, and they're all fans, and they're all, yeah, that's they're big fans, you know. That's the reason they did this. They put it together, and that it, and it, it works. And I, I really do wish that we had um, that Comic Cons weren't so looked down upon in our in our in our. Yeah, country. some need to be looked down. Upon. Sorry, I'm tired, so I'm just I'm just yeah. being I'm being nasty. He's mean, he's getting mean, yeah, twisted, mean. losing my voice, and I'm yeah. mean. But you're right. There there are lesser Comic Cons. I think. Those get a ba- and and the good ones get a bad name because of the lesser ones and the idea of you know dressing cosplay and and you know some of the certain people that attracts or you know some of the other things that the you know the behaviour of of some conventions again kind of uh, some of them are very controversial. There's very controversial you know people who run those events 
Um, I will. They will go nameless. The events will go nameless. But go on. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I was gonna name one, but I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, 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 um, no, no. Let's be fair. Let's be no, fair. No, no, and it's it's true. You know, we my event and 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 Malta event are based around people coming reading, people in the arts. It's not based around making money. No. Because we're not going to make money. No. You know, Oldham Comic Con is free. Here, the, the, the money they make here recycles itself. So we don't do it to make money. We do it because we love comics. We yeah. love the guests. We love we love when people come and pick up a book for the very first time and go, God, this is great. You know, I never read this before. And that's what it's about. Um, and so we, we are very similar. Like I said, and we are, we are different in, mm. in certain aspects. But, yeah. you know, hopefully the going mes- down the, the line. Message, yeah, I think the same. message is the same. And we're going to hopefully link in a little bit more, do a little bit kind of cross-promotion a little bit. Hopefully do a bit more kind of, of this sort of stuff. Yeah, this has been great. Um, I've, I've had such a, a lovely experience. And thank you for, for inviting me and giving the opportunity to, to come to this yeah. event. We, we were sat down tonight. We're going to go off and, you know, we're, we're going home tomorrow. And they're all saying, what time? We want to say goodbye. We want to come and meet you and say mm. goodbye. And you got Ron who says, right, I'll meet you at 8 o'clock. We'll have dinner together. We'll have breakfast together. Yeah. You know, here's this, that, his number and stuff. And he's making time to speak to me and Dan. And yeah. it's, as a fan, yeah. I wait, get, forget about what we're doing. Forget about, but as a fan who's read this guy's books, yeah. who was, who was, who was, who was like kind of thought, I'm never going to meet this person or whatever. Yeah. He's, Having breakfast with us and it's, yeah, making it's, a beal at talk, you know, we're, yeah. we're not going to him all the time. He's it's crazy. I, I, as a fan of reading comics, I'm 42 since I, you know, I, mm. I bought my first comic when I was 10. That for me is, and I, I can't put ever put a price. And on like, that. and when we say meet, it's not like you go to a convention and you spend five minutes with them and go, "I love your work, thank you, goodbye." It's this is we're talking about the the most personal kind of dreams, aspirations, desires, their family, you know, all these personal desires and their work. And and they don't always want to talk about their work, you know. As Tim told me tonight, he's like, I don't I don't want to talk about work all the time. I want to talk about just normal everyday stuff. Yeah, sometimes I'll talk about work. That's fine. And that's great. And I, I feel the same way about some of the work I do. I'm like, yeah, yeah, can we just, you know, can we talk about something else though? You know, I'm, I'm going to talk about this in length. You know, I'm going to do this in length elsewhere. And I'm meeting family. Like, you know, um, Jean's wife's here. Um, John's wife's here. Yeah, both lovely as well. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> um, uh, Jean's wife was encouraging um, young Dan here to, to drink alcohol very very fast yeah um peer pressure peer pressure but it, it's nice to kind of be part of that yeah and i think i can't i go on about it. i can't put a price on that no but it's again it's that i think that's goes back to like when we were kids and stuff and we're into these characters and into these this type of things we're being welcomed with open arms because we have a love for the material and by proxy by association we have a love for these people and the work they've done and and again, like we said, can't put a price. They can't put a price on that. That to someone to appreciate them, and even if we haven't necessarily read their work, we've heard of it. We know something about it, or we know somebody who's read it or recommended it. You know, and you know, I'm going to check out a lot of this stuff purely because I now know these people. Not because necessarily it has been recommended. It has as well. Don't get me wrong, because yeah. it, it's quality work that they've produced. But I want to. I want to help them out. I want to assist them. If I can give them, you know, my my book, you know, and they can get more bang for their book, and I can, you know, everything like that. I will. I will assist in any way. People were trying to give me free things today, and I said, I said that's fine. You want to give me a discount? That's fine. But I'm paying towards you and your work because that's the point i want to support you in everything that you do because i love what you do i'm going to tell my wife i spent all my money but it was very difficult so darling i'm skin i'm not really Shh. <laughs> but going just quickly back because yeah. it is getting late and it my, is, my yeah. voice is disappearing that's all right we'll, we'll call it quite <clears throat> soon the the what um, Dan was saying then about you know not it's not like a con where you spend a few minutes with a sign your book and what and disappear, you know quality time talking about controversial storylines these people have written, talking about what goes on behind the scenes you know proper kind of you know listen this is what happened you, you know this this is sort of stuff and it's stuff that you just dream about knowing and it's it, and they want to talk to you about it they, you know I, I asked questions about mm. stuff that I was, yeah we've I've wondered about for a long time. For forever, uh, yeah, for years, um, and to, to kind of sit down and have a very eloquent answer, yeah. and 
you, you know, things that you thought, well, really? And you the talking to well, yeah. It's like the, the, the DC and Marvel crossover. Apparently it was great. No mm. arguments, nothing. It was all sorted. There was mm. no problems. All this stuff about all the arguing about it's like, no. no. They were both in it to make a yeah. lot of money, and that's what it did. So, and, and, and to kind of ask these questions is great, and it's been great. And the, the hospitality of, you know, I like to thank Fabio, the, the Chris's, you know. Um, uh, Samantha as well. Samantha. Samantha's great. Yeah, yeah. All the helpers. and Fantastic. Um, to give us the opportunity, give me the opportunity again, and to give Dan the opportunity to come down. And, and, and we've had complete autonomy as well. Yeah. Like we, we, we've gone and done what we needed to do, what was asked of us, mm. but you know, we've not been like micromanaged or, or you've got to go here, do this, do that. Yeah. We've had complete freedom. And, that, and in a way, that's a good thing that we've been able to go and do and see who we need to see and get those interviews done. Um, you know, on our own time scale, we weren't like, yeah. oh, you have to fit this many in and this many hours and do this and do that here you know that's and that's lovely i, I do like when people aren't constantly watching yeah. watching over my shoulder you know, and we've done what we can we've, we've done we've done the interviews we can we've we've done the panels we can we've met a lot of people we've yeah. promoted them and we'll continue to do that yeah and we'll continue to promote the medium and on that lovely lovely note i think <laughs> it's time to call oh, it a night i am going to Bed. Yes, I'm going to call it a night. I want to thank everybody who joined us, everybody who works with us, everyone who's involved in Malta Comic Con, everyone who came. It has been a fabulous event. I've had nothing but fun and nothing but a good time. Laughs and smiles throughout every single day. Um, and it has been an absolute pleasure working with you again, Dan. Um, thank you again for, for giving me this it's huge been, opportunity. It's been an absolute pleasure. You've been an absolute star. I looked after me when I was poorly, you know, um, run around for me the other day when we, we were late getting here. I, it's been, it's, it's enhanced everything because, you know, it's good beginning things, but you do eventually got to come to your room on your own and kind of sit here on your own and it does get a bit crap. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not been a, nothing's been a chore. You've been, it's been great having you in, you know, I think we're, probably come closer i think so too i think so too well yeah and I, i'm saying thanks for for kind of everyone here who's connected to small to con yeah um and it's kind of I, i'm a bit jaded about cons this has kind of re-energized me a little bit i think so too it's like, kind I'm... of got me thinking you know these there's some good people here you know they wish to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah name the movie uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it has it's completely yeah. spending time and listening to all and then you know, Malta Conservation now, Oldham Con. You know, people know about it. That's the next big one. Yeah, and they know about it. And yeah. I've not told anyone. And they're saying, when's the date? We've heard good things and we're doing this and we're doing that. And we're going to launch this book there. And, you know, yeah. a lovely artist called Janine said, I'm going to try to get a book done so we can have it there for your for your event and stuff. And it has kind of a thought, ooh, mm. maybe, maybe it is worth keep going on. But it has re-energized. But, yeah. you know, and... Thanks, Dan, for, you know, staying up until quarter to two on a Sunday night to finish a podcast and bring it to a close. So thanks, buddy. I love you big much. And thanks, you. Thanks, buddy. You too, buddy. Brain shutting down. <laughs> you losing consciousness. Ah! Okay. Uh, now we're going to call this a night. That's it. Thank you very everybody. much, everybody. And thank you. Malta Comic Con. Good night!